Absolutely not. I can hear nothing. Nothing. That's a shame you can't hear the song because you want somebody to shove. Right. You need somebody to shove, Lev, man. That is Soul Asylum that I'm hearing that no one else is. So I've had enough with the audio. This bullshit. Welcome to another exciting, explosive edition of 1973. It is a what up. Wednesday edition of 1973. My friend, Nor- uh, I think his name is Luis in Norristown. He would always do on the radio, what up? What That's up? your friend? Is your buddy there? You guys He's hang my, out? I never met the guy. We're the, we're always, I always loved, I always used to drive through Norristown. Um, so I always thought of uh, Luis. But how is your Wednesday going in the Atlanta area? Wednesday's going great. Um Sad news, the Iron Sheik just passed away, I found out. So rest in peace wow. to the great Iron Sheik, one of the greatest characters in the history of wrestling. And uh, sad to see that man pass. But I, uh, we will I heard of another passing yesterday. Roger the Craig, the former manager of the Giants, died. I didn't hear you. You were talking. I couldn't hear you. Oh, okay. I guess we were. I was talking over you, too. I'm sorry. Go um, ahead. Roger Craig died, former manager. Remember, there were always two Roger Craigs in San Francisco. The running yeah. back, Roger Craig, who is very much still alive, and 93-year-old uh, former giant manager, Roger Craig, passed away. Um, I don't know of old age, but, I mean, he was the manager in that 89, um, you know, the the Earthquake World Series. Right, right. Well, so, rest in peace to, to, to Roger Craig. And to the Iron Sheik and to uh, anyone else who has passed away, uh, you know, here in the last week since we last recorded. But uh, I'll tell you, the uh, Philadelphia Phillies, your Philadelphia Phillies, uh, bring in the Detroit Tigers. And that's a recipe for uh, making your team look a little better, isn't it? Yeah. Now, did I guess, do they have a game or was it two games in this series? Uh, I think they have another game today, don't they? So that would, and that's probably a business person special, right? I mean, because that that sets up nicely for that. Um, I don't know. I I know yesterday was an afternoon game, so uh, oh, then it could be they play. No, they play at six oh five today. So it's interesting. The Phillies come off a road trip. They come off a divisional road trip, four mm-hmm. and six. Um, but right now, and I mean, it started off ugly really started off ugly. I mean, they split with the Braves um, down in Atlanta. They go back up to Queens, and for some reason, the Mets, not very good this year. I mean, a 500 club, they own the Phillies. I don't know what it is about the Phillies and the Mets, but the Mets have consistently owned the Phillies, and the Mets sweep them, and then the Phillies go down and win two out of three from the lowly Washington Nationals. Um, so they finish up the series, uh, the road trip four and six. And now we're on sort of um, on a positive note on a little bit of a win streak. They've put four straight in the books. So, yeah, and, and actually have the chance to go for the sweep tonight against Detroit and make five in a row. So I don't know what what you have to say about this Phillies team. I mean, we've, we've talked about them in the past. Um, they're all over the place. They are. Um, 
you know, June is Kyle Schwarber's favorite month. He's already hit three bombs in June, and uh, I think he's had back-to-back multiple hit games. So it's good that he's getting his 146 average up. I think it's, like, closer to 215 now. So um, God bless that. And, you know, if he can take uh, – if he can carry us here through June, which is typically historically is his uh, strongest month, then, um, you know, I, I think, listen, I mean, it's a long season. The Phillies still have that problem with their fifth starter that I mentioned last week that I don't understand why we have a fifth starter and we tread, we, we, we send that Drek out every fifth starter. It doesn't make any sense to me. Um, that's ridiculous. Um, so hopefully the trade deadline will come and we'll add some more pitching. It does look like uh, your boy Juan Walker. Uh, he's throwing. That was who I was. I always want to just call him Ta- Taiwan. You know, uh, Taiwan like the country. Um, yeah, but it's Tiwan. It's Tawan. Tawan. Oh, okay. Uh, so he has. Uh, the good news is, is he pitched a gem last night, and he has his last four games, his last four outings. He's been he's been real solid. So maybe he's starting to bounce into form and then you've got a really nice game from Suarez over the weekend. So, you know, maybe he, again, he got a late start. So maybe he's starting to round into form. And then Nola was, uh, was pretty fantastic. Uh, when was it yesterday? Uh, no, two nights ago, he looked great and, uh, gave up that Homer to, uh, ex Philly, Nick Maton, but, um, it was an unearned, it was unearned and, uh, the Phil still won that. And, and Nola, he had an uptick in his velocity. Um, and so he looked a lot better. Maybe the Phils are starting to round into form a little bit. They still have, you know, I think they need to get Alec Bohm back and get that bat in the lineup. Um, you know, got to get they, Trey Turner going a little bit there. Yeah. Well, he went, uh, what do you go four for four the other night with two homers. Um, so maybe he's starting to round into form. And it seems like, you know, Robbie T, to his credit, moved Schwarber back into the leadoff hole. And it seems like Schwarber has responded. So maybe you leave the lineup like that while uh, while Schwarber's hot because he's shown that he can carry a team single-handedly. You know, that was the thing. I know, I know you know, Reese Hoskins was, was kind of a polarizing player on this team. But really, you had three guys that could carry this team. You, you had Schwarber, you have Bryce, and you had Hoskins. And so one of those guys is no longer, you know, an option in Hoskins. Um, you know, Bryce coming back off injury has, been, has played pretty well. Uh, I know he's cooled off recently. And so now maybe it's Schwarber's turn to, to carry us a little bit. And Nick Castellanos has been – he's been fantastic this year. So yeah. maybe the Phils are starting to put it together a little bit. You know, they play um, – they play uh, after well, tonight. They play, they play the Dodgers. The Dodgers come to town. Yeah, so that's and, and that's that's always an interesting. You know, growing up in the '80s, that was always an interesting draw. You know, like the Dodgers always got people to the park. So I'm not expecting them to have a problem selling out or close to selling out Citizens Bank Park for the for the Dodgers. Um, I mean, the Dodgers come in stacked. They are a stacked team. Mm-hmm. Um, and I'm wondering if it's possible for the Phillies to win this series. I mean, like two out of three. I mean, I think they could. Is it a three game set? Yeah, it's, uh, it's, I think it might even be a four game set. Let me take, take a look on my phone. Yeah. And I mean, the Dodgers, you know, they're, they're a game back from 
from the D-backs. Do you remember that I told you the D-backs this year would be good? I do not remember that, but oh, but well, I, you, I would, you laughed, I think, at the time, which is fair. All right, so it's it's a three game set starting on Friday. So. Okay. Um. So, yeah. So the D backs. It, it is insane too how good the Miami Marlins are playing right now. They're only three games back of the Braves, um, for first place. So the Phils sit at twenty nine and thirty two, seven and a half back. Um, a first and just uh, three and a half out of the wild card. But um, there's some bad baseball teams, man. Like the Milwaukee Brewers have to be the worst first place team right now in the league. Um, but anyway, yeah, the Dodgers sit a game back of Arizona. So, I, you know, look, you could win this series. I mean, I, I, I'm i not sure how the, the pitching matchups uh, line up against the Dodgers. But, you know, that would be something that I'd, I'd want to take a look at. And see, but this is a big series, you know. It's 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 to the Phils are doing what they should be doing against the Detroit Tigers. What will the Phils yeah. do when they are challenged? Because this year they have not played well against the best teams. Well, it's interesting that you mentioned the Diamondbacks because the next series is they got four in Phoenix. Phillies go out to Phoenix for four. So um, I know we have a large number of listeners in the Phoenix audience. I don't know if we do actually, but in the Phoenix area, but uh, there probably could be more Phillies fans at that park than Diamondbacks fans, or at least a large contingency of people that have transplanted from Philly to uh, Phoenix. So um, hopefully the Phillies will get good support out there for that. Philly does represent in Phoenix quite well, if you recall. So Steve Rosen, I know you'll be out there for a game. That's right. That's right. I don't think I know anyone else out in Phoenix, though. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but, yeah, so, you know, exciting. Getting ready to uh, hit the summertime, which is a great time for baseball. Um, it's uh, it's a lot of fun. How about the Flyers making a big trade yesterday? Huge trade. Was not – I was doing other stuff. Tell, tell us about the trade. Um, they traded um, their big defenseman, um, Provorov, uh, they traded him and a couple of the role players in a three-way deal. And in return for Provorov, um, Ivan Provorov, who is only 25 years old and is a frontline center, they got a goalie um, back. They got a defenseman. Both guys who have pretty um, pretty decent salaries but more shorter term. So I think the thinking behind that was that the Flyers could clear some room off their cap. Um in a couple of years and, and have a little bit more cap flexibility. And then they also got a young uh, defenseman who was a second round pick in 2020. And then they got a first round pick. They got a lot. I mean, they got a first round pick and two second round picks um, and a first round pick in this year's draft, which is um, according to NHL experts, this draft is a, I mean, a legendary draft in the NHL, just in terms of there's so much talent there. So, you know, Danny Briere and um, Keith Jonesy, they're um, they're they're running the Flyers organization, new leadership in charge. Good to see them making trades, which is the uh, the old uh, Flyers leadership could not seem to make a trade. And when they did make a trade, they always got, uh, you know, pillaged in those deals. So it's nice to see the Flyers making some trades and Danny Briere getting creative. And then there's rumors now that Carter Hart could be uh, potentially the next guy to be traded. And um you know, if you're going to trade a 25-year-old, 24-year-old franchise uh, 
uh, goaltender. He's 24. He's, he could still be around in three, four years when they turn this thing around. So I, I don't understand the, the the idea behind potentially trading him, but I guess if they get someone backs up a the truck and, and says, hey, yeah. we're going to give you a ton of assets for Carter Hart, I think Danny Briere is uh, open for business. Right. And I think that that's probably they're working more for quantity right now. They're looking for a lot and salary, salary issues. It's it's interesting to see how back the flyers have fallen in the community, like the complete lack of interest in the flyers. Because, I mean, let's the flyers have always had a, a sort of a niche following, but they've just sort of lost it this past couple of years. And yeah, and they did. Because, you know, I it's you it's. In 1973, it's all always sort of suffered as the fifth sport, even probably behind Philadelphia Union uh, soccer. Oh, I did want to come back to that after the Flyers talk because something I heard came down today in the international world of football. MLS news came out, MLS, um, I know which what you're was talking shocking, about. shocking. But um, anything else about the flyers that we should be looking for the it's draft? gonna be an interesting summer for the flyers if if you are a hockey fan or you like drama i think the flyers uh you know i think often about the between the flyers and the sixers and if i had to put my money on it i would say the flyers are going to have more activity just in turn i think they're going through a roster purging and i have a feeling that this is going to be a summer I don't think they're they're quite setting up the process on I heard today the process on ice and I thought that was pretty clever but I don't think they're setting up the process on ice because I don't think they're going to strip it down to that bare the bare bones that the Sixers did. I do think the Sixers are the Flyers rather are going to be very very active uh in this offseason so um I'd be on the lookout for that um as I think you know new ownership and new leadership is coming in and they they at least acknowledge, hey, this team needs to be rebuilt. So applaud for that. At least you're making progress. Here's the thing. If you're not going to have a good team, which the Flyers aren't, have a young team that's ascending. And that's that. That's sort of, you know, I, I think that's like foundational sports knowledge for, for any any sport. I'm, and I'm and I'm that's how the process worked. Here. At least we were excited about it. I mean, we were excited about Dario Saric. So if there's an equivalent in that hockey level, um, I'd like to see it. Yep. So, yep, MLS. Uh, Shocking. Mr. Messi coming to the MLS. What do you think about yeah. that? I mean, I had heard that he was going to Saudi Arabia. That was a rumor that he would go to, you know, Saudi Arabia besides live hockey, which is another. I mean, live golf, which we can also talk about, too, um, that he might be going where the money is in Saudi Arabia. Uh, he is following the footsteps of his now – uh, employer uh, David Beckham and joining the Miami FC of the MLS, and this is the biggest thing to happen to American soccer probably since Pele came. And you know he was younger than Pele when he came to America to play for the Cosmos. So this is a big deal for MLS. You think it really? You think it's? It's that big. I mean, do you think it's as big as Pele? Because I'm just thinking, like, what else? You know, there was. Well, um, I mean, we're fully was... exposed. I mean, we're exposed to the World Cup now, so it's right. not as big of a deal, probably. And obviously, Pele was this international great by the time he came in the '70s, even though he was past his prime. Um, but so I understand that. But Messi just 
what was made the 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 MVP. I forget what the is it the 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 MVP name of the World Cup. The MVP name of the World. He was MVP like, of the World Cup, or no? I'm not. Yeah, I mean, there's a name though. They 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 yeah. give the the award to the yeah. best player in the World Cup. So he's coming off winning for Argentina, which yeah. is a pretty big deal. Yeah, I mean, he is in his in his what mid thirties now. Yeah, yeah, which is usually yeah. when they come to the MLS. Right, right, and I I don't know. I mean, I tend to think when when Beckham came here, that was a huge deal as well. Um, you you're making me seasick here. Um, when Beckham did it, he he. That was a big deal. Um, but it's exciting, man. I mean, look, MLS is growing. I mean, I read the other day, what are they, like, they, they plan to expand, I think, to like. They, San Diego just got a team. Yeah, which is awesome. So I think they, they the, their plan is to like continue to expand into like 36 teams, I think, which is, which is insane when you think about where it started and where soccer was when we were growing up. So it's awesome to see soccer be widely accepted. Um, and 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 more than accepted like strongly supported in a lot of these cities uh it's super exciting to see this and uh you know you hope just hope it grows that's awesome what's san diego is, is do they have at least a it's right team? now it's because i san diego fc they're oh. gonna play at the aztecs you know san diego state's football stadium so that's a pretty nice facility it's a brand new stadium thirty-five thousand seats and yeah. uh you know so I actually are they sticking think, with FC though, or are they going to actually? That's the well, one they, thing they like don't have a name yet. I mean, that's the temporary holder name, holding place name. But I think right now, I mean, I think your team there probably in Atlanta is the top attendance. I think that and Seattle are the two top attendance leaders. Yeah, because you both play in um, higher attendance stadiums. Yeah, yeah. Um, I think but, Austin, Austin, I think is doing fairly well too. Um, with Matthew McConaughey's support and uh, I know Nashville, another new franchise. So it's fun, man. It's, I love it. I love the, like I said, it's great. It's great to see stars, even messy at the tail end of his career. I mean, certainly makes you want to, I mean, like I definitely would want to go to a Miami Atlanta United game. So yeah, that'd be a blast. So uh, I, I actually think-, think San Diego will probably do very well attendance wise, because besides the Padres, they're the only show in town. Yep. So, yep. um, Shane that actually took away those San Diego Clippers and Terry Cummings back in the day. Yeah, yeah. So it's interesting. They wanted to put an MLS team in in Vegas, and something must have fallen apart there because mm. they they really wanted to do it. And something, um, which is interesting because the A's stadium is sort of falling apart as we speak in Vegas. There was a uh, oh, is it really? I didn't. I yeah, thought... they they tried to get a vote in the legislature before they closed for the session. And they did not take it up. So um, the who knows what's going on with your Oakland A's. I, I don't even know what's going on. I know I'm going all over the place, but um, I'm thinking I never thought it was a good idea them going to Vegas. And and it seems like there's no uh, desire to build uh, a stadium with public funds um, for the A's um, for 81 games a year so. Uh, the A's might still be looking back at Oakland or might be looking at Portland or Nashville or Charlotte. So mm-hmm. uh, that's that's going to be chaos. I mean, so, yeah, so they didn't get a stadium in, in Vegas for the for an MLS team and the A's are are, are still looking for homes. So. Interesting. Interesting stuff, man. We're covering uh, 
we're covering everything today, aren't we? And then uh, you mentioned, we'll just hit on it super quick because I don't know anything about golf, but Liv and the PGA came together. And yeah. Uh, so what happened there? Did did the so Saudis were, just pay PGA a crap ton of money? So they, so we have to take it a step back because I think it's really important to look back at last year and the creation of Live Golf, which is, it was it was created and funded by something called the Private Investment Fund, which was mm -hmm. related to the Saudi Arabian government. And, you know, so there's a whole question of do we want to do business? Do athletes want to do business with Saudi Arabia, who has had ties to anti-democratic practices over the last millennia? Um, you know, we know that they did have connections with the 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 killing and dismemberment of Khashoggi, Khashoggi who was in a Washington Post writer and so there was a lot of um a lot of blame that came out against um the leader i guess his name is KSM the 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 prince of Saudi Arabia and so someone very close to him uh was sort of the guy that was in charge of live golf um, so there is that connection with the Saudi Arabian government. And the last couple of years, the Live Golf has gone out and thrown a lot of money at golf players to come over and play at Live Golf. And um, hundreds of millions of dollars, I think, like Dustin Johnson went over there and a lot of players, Sergio Garcia went over. And then there were a lot of American golfers who and um, Rory McElhinney, Mac, McElroy. McElroy, Tiger Woods decided not to do it. They decided to stay with the PGA Golf Tour. They were reassured that, you know, if you stay with us, we won't let these players who are in live golf play within PGA Tour events like the Masters and other things. And, and uh, that's gone by the wayside. So a lot of these players who stay with the PGA turn their backs on making a lot of extra money. And, um, you know, I have to applaud them for not supporting yeah. uh, a Saudi Arabian-backed event. It's done some horrible things, Saudi Arabia. Well, I completely agree. Completely agree. That, I love Rory came out today or yesterday, and he, he's just been very, um, I feel like, transparent. I, 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 I have really become a fan of Rory McIlroy um, just for the stance that he's taken, his consistency, and his transparency about this whole issue. Um you know, he's, he's he's certainly my favorite golfer. I was going to say, so about six weeks ago, from what I understand, uh, this Saudi Arabian official, the head of Live Golf, met with uh, the the president of the PGA Tour, McNaughton or something, and they started to talk about the merger. And that was unbeknownst to the, to the players of the PGA Tour that this was going on. And then it all came down yesterday morning on CNBC that the two of them met with uh, a reporter. I forget the reporter's name and said this merger was happening and right. all the PGA tour players and the live golf tour players were, were completely shocked by this. And there is a, a PGA event, if I'm correct, going on, the Canadian open is going on and they were shocked. And, you know, you can imagine if you're a PGA tour player who, who turned their back on the money and uh, now <laughs> these guys are going to be able to come back into the fold, these live golfers taking that blood money. And um, 
So it's a it's a big news story. Yep. Yeah, it is. And it's going to be interesting to see how um, guys like McElroy and Woods is like he's he, Tiger's like pretty. Um, he's not super outspoken about a lot of things, but it'll be interesting to see the how the Dustin Johnson and the, and the Mickelsons and some of these guys and uh shambo how they're going to be welcomed or not welcomed back by their fellow pgaers on the on and the links the families of 9 11 uh victims are are spokes you know the groups are outraged yeah. they're outraged. very outraged yeah. and they have a right to be outraged um it sounds like it was all about money though the issue is all about money and securing the future of the pga tour and making certain that there wouldn't be lawsuits going back and forth between the live tour and the PGA tour. Um, yeah. You know, maybe it's like the AFL NFL merger without the politics yeah. um, involving, t uh, you know, domestic, I mean, excuse me, foreign terrorism. And um, I just think that you can't avoid the issues of human rights abuses. It's just a really serious issue. Right. Right. So, um, yeah, it's, it's, uh, it's interesting. It is interesting. Well, speaking of interesting, uh, I mentioned this earlier, NBA Finals. Um, we got a 1-1 uh, series right now. Yeah, I didn't think that was going to happen. I really didn't think that was going to happen. Yeah. Um, well, I mean, you did predict the Nuggets in six. Six. I thought Miami's going to win game three, though. I thought Denver would go up 2-0 yeah. um, and maybe win three and four. Um, can I, can we say anything more about Eric Spolstra and the Miami heat organization? I because so. I guess what we used to say about the San Antonio Spurs about being the creme de la creme in, in NBA basketball. Well, that was a lot of bullshit because they also had Tim Duncan, who was one of the best players in the NBA. Miami is probably the, the gold standard in NBA in the NBA right now. Uh, talent evaluation, player development. Um, Pat Riley, you know, from what I understood, came down there in '95. I remember I was overseas when he when he sent the fax letter to the to the New York Knicks. That's so long ago that he actually used the fax, saying that he was resigning to take the job down in Miami for Mickey Arison. He he became the president of operations and uh, head coach of the Heat. What he has done in the last 28 years is absolutely amazing. Um, he's 78. Um, he's always been a winner. And it happens to be that he picked as his successor, probably the one of the best coaches. And I think Eric Spolster might be a little past 50. But this team, I mean, what they've got with Jimmy Butler, which still hurts a little bit, right? I mean, I know that it was back in the day. It wasn't even – back in the day five years ago it wasn't even really a stretch or three years ago or i guess it's four years ago when the sixers decided to keep ben simmons i mean you always go with the the younger player that's what you always do but jimmy butler has you know showed up for this team and it's not just jimmy butler it's a complete team effort for the miami heat yep it is it is a complete team effort i mean bam out of bio has been has been good and um vincent has been gabe vincent has been fantastic right so they they're getting contributions from other guys 
uh, in this lineup. And this is just a really well-coached team, well put together. Um, and I think also like Mark Malone, to his credit, I think he's a really good coach. So I think that, um, you know, I, I, while it's not the glitz of Boston, LA, or, you know, would have been one of those matchups. I still think for NBA fans, like this is, to me, this is a really compelling series. And, um, you know, I, I like a lot of what Jimmy, I know, like, I know people, it's so interesting. I have such mixed feelings on Jimmy because people romanticize about Jimmy Butler, I think during his, his, his time here. And, and, you know, look, he's, he's been challenging at times with the heat, right? I mean, like there were all those talks about how he like blew up at practice and so, and I think it's his ultra competitive nature. I also love though, that Jimmy has, you know, he said something about, uh, missing a shot or falling behind in the series. And he said, look, like at the end of the day, he's like, my daughter loves me. And he's like, that's the most important thing. And, you know, I mean, whether, and I'm going to take him on his, at his word for that, that I, I believe that. Um, but I think that's just such a fresh perspective. And I love that kind of thinking about like, he recognizes they're playing a game that doesn't make him any less competitive. Um, he, you know, he still wants to win all the time and that's Jimmy Butler, but um, you know, he has a, a sense of like what's important and what the priorities are. And I think that that's really crucial in, uh, in, in, in who he is. So, um, and you know, he's got a lot going on outside of basketball. So Jimmy Butler just, yeah, he's, and he's what, 34. I mean, you're right. You do defer to the younger players. That's what that, you know, so, and, and at the time we didn't know Ben Simmons couldn't shoot, you know, and that his best days were, were, um, you know, you, usually played at the LA fitness down the street. Um, so we, we didn't know all that. So we had to bet on something and, you know, we went with, with, um, old Benny and, and we were wrong. Sixers were wrong. Yeah. So here we are. Uh, so have you heard the rumors that Harden is now torn between Houston and yes, I, I saw that. And obviously Nick nurse said, you know, he'd like, I, I gather he'd like to have him back. Right. I th that's I think that's what he said publicly. Yeah, which would be four years, probably a ridiculous. Yeah, yeah. Although I did hear the Sixers were not planning to go max on him, which I'm just like, uh, the fact that they're we're even having this conversation is nauseating. And we had the Sixers, I think, taking a step back this year, maybe down to the the, the high forties. I mean or even mid forties in the win total. Yeah. I mean, I'd be fine with that. I'd be fine with like, you know, I'd be fine if they didn't make the playoffs this year. I'm just, I'm just oh, being honest come on. with you. No, you... I would be, I would be fine. Like, because I know, again, I know that it's setting up Tobias contract comes off the books next year. You're going to have your draft pick again next year. Right. You but know, you, do you know that they don't even have a second round draft pick this year? Yeah. Yeah, they I know. forfeited that. That's unbelievable. I mean, this will they be the first. They basically gave that up for Danwell House. Oh, okay. So, yeah. this is. I mean, this is like a, a a pretty cool draft too. So, I mean, Wembayamba, yeah. Wembayamba. I mean, I mean, we don't have any any nope. opportunity to look forward to anything. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, I guess it's the continued development of of. Uh... Jaden Springer, Jaden Springer, and and some of these younger guys, um, seeing if Nick Nurse can do something with them similar to what he did in Toronto. 
that that's what that's kind of what the hope is and that we'll have a new you know sam cassell went up to boston um so he's going to be the assistant under uh, joe missoula so maybe he thinks like hey missoula can't coach his way out of a paper bag and that's an easier way into a job i don't blame him for leaving you know he's this is the second time he's been passed over for a job in philly yeah well it'll be interesting and when, I mean, we're not uh, too far away from the start of Eagles training camp. I mean, we're really not. What is it, a, about five weeks? Yeah, uh, a little more than that. Five, say about six weeks. Um, yep, can't wait for that. I heard Jalen Carter uh, broke a sled in OTAs, and then I heard that um, Sidney Brown, their uh, third-round safety has looked really impressive. Now, again, it's OTAs. These guys, uh, they're not hitting. Uh, each other um you know i don't even think there's pads on so um you know the hype stories i mean you look up almost any first round like i i've seen so many stories about so and so you know has really looked the part cj stroud is is out playing uh you know uh davis mills which i mean isn't that big of a feat but for the texans and that uh you know bryce young it looks incredible for the panthers and you know dalton kincaid is unstoppable and he looks like the next Kelsey for the bills. I mean, the hype train, it, it's, it's equivalent to uh spring training baseball and where hope is op, you know, optimism is eternal. And that's where, what you're seeing, I think in the NFL, um, it is going to be interesting. I know that uh, Dalvin cook from the Vikings is going to be released here in the next week. Yes. And uh, interesting to see if he ends up in Dallas. I've heard some, some rumors that he could end up in Dallas. And, I heard uh, they might bring back Elliot as like, in Dallas, team, yeah, team friendly contract. I hope they do. I'd love to see him bring back Elliott. I would not like to see them get Cook though. Um, I know Tony Pollard is uh carrying the load in Dallas, but um, I love Cook. I think he's I, I, I think as a part time running back, he would be phenomenal. And I heard that Cook might be a, I mean, a big target for Miami. Um, I guess he he he's from there, or he lives there. I always love how sometimes they make these connections in sports. Like someone's automatically going to want to live there just because they're from there, which yeah. Mike Trout is a, an angel and probably will be moving. And he ain't coming to Philly. I don't think he's coming to Philly. More likely he'll probably be in New York. Wait, um, who is that? Mike Trout. Oh, Mike Trout. Oh, okay. Yeah. yeah. And uh, I don't know. I don't know if we, um, that contract at this state, I don't know. There's a lot there. Mike Trout is to me is such a perplexing question right at this point. How old is Mike Trout? He's about 30. That's what I thought. Yeah. And he's what got eight more years left on that deal. Nine. Probably. And I mean, now you just signed Trey Turner to a 10 year deal. Right. So you got to deal with that as well. Yeah. Um, so you're, you don't want to have too many guys up until their late thirties on these extended contracts. Yeah. Um, of course, baseball, there's no hard cap, though, right? So it's just about how much John Middleton can pay them. Right, right. I think of a fan, though, they, I mean, would he pass on the cost to fans right. increased? I mean, from what I understand right now up at Citizens Bank Park, this is shocking. Six bucks for a hot dog. Well, you love hot dogs, so you're, so you're not paying that? No, I mean, six bucks, though. I mean... In the past, I'd have two. I mean, I, I don't eat hot dogs very often. So yeah. when I do go to a ballpark, I love to have a hot dog. I'll usually yeah. have two. Um, 
I think when you go to places though, sometimes like you just like, it's kind of like when you're Disney, like you, you yeah. Spend now I heard that about Disney too. I just heard they were talking about that on the radio that Disney is like outrageous. Yeah. I mean, here's a point though. You spend all this money going there. Like, right. Don't be shocked that hot dogs are six bucks or that, you know, uh, a Snow White uh, ice cream sandwich is 10 bucks. It sucks. But it's like, you know, I, I like at the end of the day, you know, are are you going to are you going to miss the 10 bucks that much like that, that you know, your kid can't have a, a Snow White ice cream sandwich? I'm just making this up. I don't know. I mean, Was well, there a Snow White ice cream sandwich? I'm curious. I don't know. Why? Is your interest peak now? Are you headed down? No, not at 10 bucks. Not at ten bucks, but no, you I, wouldn't I mean, do that. Nah, I mean, I agree with you to a certain point, but uh, it does make me pause. I think a beer is like sixteen bucks right now. Yeah, look, when you're paying thirty, forty bucks to park, like, what do you think? You know? Yeah, but it 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 it's become unaffordable for me, which which is I I totally get that. I totally get that. And I, I can't just... go to a I can't go to a major league sporting event anymore. I just can't. Right? Can't afford it. So yeah. I've had to do what I've had to do is I've started to go to minor league sporting events more often. And what I would like to do this summer is get up to Lehigh Valley to Allentown and see the iron pigs and get up to Reading and see the Reading fighting fills. And even I'm on this trip next week for vacation. Um, I'd like to get out to Louisville and see the Louisville bats play um, because the Reds are actually not in town. So I was, sort of hoping to get out to Louisville and see the bats play. Um, I think they have a gigantic like replica Louisville slugger in the outfield. That's so those are cool. the types of things. I mean, I enjoy it and it's a shame. Like I, I, I really encourage people to, to check out your minor league teams more often. You guys have a team in Gwinnett County. I know. Um, the yep. The stripers. The, the what is it? Stripers. The stripers. Mm-hmm. Interesting name. So, um, yeah, I mean, it is a fish. Okay. Mm -hmm. I love Montgomery's name. They're the Montgomery biscuits. That's great. The Savannah, the Savannah bananas are legendary. They do all the, you should look up the Savannah bananas. In fact, I've read their going on tour. So they, that their pitcher will like pitch. I saw that story last year. They're amazing. Amazing. Yeah. They do dances like, um, Shane Victorino actually, uh, hit a home run. I think he came up in a game uh, like two weeks ago and hit a home run, funny enough. The so, the, the legendary Shane Victorina. I love Shane O'Mac. So, I know that we're sort of getting into that dead zone of June with sports. Yep. I do want to mention that next week, I'm not going to be able to do the show because I am on vacation. I really encourage you to reach out to someone to do it next week because, okay. and, and, we have, I mean, Rich or Barry will probably be more than happy to come on, and they they're so good. And because I want the show to continue next week while I'm out, so um, I hope that you'll do that. And we'll, we'll uh, see how time time allocates. My time is getting uh, more compressed every day. Okay, I'm trying. Okay. I'm doing the best I can, and we'll see. I'll, I'll try to do a show next week. We'll 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 see how it shakes out. Barry Barry is good with flexibility and 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 that respect and. I don't really know what you'll talk about because there's there ain't that much to talk about right now. Um, Me and I always have stuff to talk about. Don't you worry. It's, I mean, it's I I mean, I didn't think we would talk PGA golf today, or uh, right. you know, here's another minor league baseball team. How about 
your, I think it's like the Biloxi Shuckers. I don't know, man. I don't know who the Biloxi Shuckers are. I do know that the show is about done now. We're yep. not going to go through the minor leagues. Uh, real quick, hit me up. Uh, what what your your uh, U.S. tour next week? So, you excited about it? Yeah, West Virginia. How about a little bit of Louisville, Kentucky? See uh, a horse farm up, you know. Check out University of Kentucky. Uh, so uh, I'll be in. You gonna see uh, Mike Curry while you're out there? I think he's away this week, but I will okay. double check with him. Um, I would love to. In Lexington, I gotta I gotta check out Churchill Downs in Louisville. So that's another thing I'm interested in. And I might go to the Louisville Slugger. Um, I think they have like a whole factory where they show you that they make the bell, the the bats. Um, so if oh, you're interested cool. in that rather than the Budweiser uh, tour, um, they do that. So that's something and maybe go out to Churchill Downs and then uh, on our way to Cincinnati. I think we've talked about the chili, right? About having yeah, Skyline Chili Skyline and Grater's Ice Cream. I remember I couldn't remember. It was Grater's. OK, so those are two things. And then uh, hit Columbus, Ohio on the way home. That's cool, man. Um, that was a fun so, trip. Yeah, I like to. And sorry about the swerving. I like these road trips and um and I do have sad news. Um I am um closing my business tutoring club after nine years. Um, but um and it's been a bittersweet moment this last week as we turn the keys for the last moment. So this trip is sort of my uh I've been looking forward to this for like about five months. So um I'm really, really looking forward to it. And I think you and I have both discussed. I think you like driving too, right? I do. I like driving. So I love driving. Um, I would prefer to drive than fly. So um, that's Me what too. I'm doing. Yeah, it's a great way to see the country, man. Yeah. I agree. Um, um, well, I'll tell you, we're all proud of you, man. Congrats on the business. A lot of people don't make it uh, nine months. and you made Nine months, years. yeah. So that's fantastic. A huge accomplishment and testament to you. And I know we're all excited to see what is next for Eric the Lev. And, uh, <laughs> thank you thank you but i know a road trip is in store and then a uh boys weekend is we'll follow that shortly there july 6th which that's right i am excited because i will be one of my passions is actually going to visitor baseball stadiums yep. so we will be catching the philadelphia phillies playing the tampa bay rays i think the best in the league tampa bay rays they um, are man their pitching is fantastic and their hitting is just as good it's it's incredible and they have like three or four of the top 25 minor league prospects which just continues to amaze me unreal isn't it it's crazy yeah. and I mean, both I, those teams I, and the marlins are putting and and the marlins are putting them prospects too i do have friends, a, so i do have a question about that game are we wearing gear to that game or is it just everyone's decision um I think you should wear something really special, like maybe like some a nice flowery shirt or something. And, um, you know, like if you have a military Phillies hat, I think that'd be a good look. Okay. Okay. I'll, I'll remember that one. That... <laughs> wear whatever you want, man. Do what be you. Do whatever you want. We're what about you? Shirts and stuff. What about you? Any weekend plans or any amazing things coming up? Uh, my daughter's at sleepover camp, so that's uh, oh. been an adjustment for us. We dropped her off uh, on Sunday, and then my son hurt his knee at sports camp, so that sucks. So he's home now. Um, 
We went to the ER yesterday because he could not walk. That was not good, but they think it's just a sprain, so that's good. Um, and yeah, I mean, that's that's kind of about it. Like looking forward to, I mean, I'm just busy with work and that's a blessing and all good, man. Hitting the pool this weekend and uh, I can't think of what else. I'm sure there's other stuff. I'm just not thinking about it. Well, hang in there and uh, let's try some music on our way out. And if it works, that's great. And if it doesn't, that's also great. Can you hear it or no? Anything? Nope. Nothing. You want to sing it? Why can't we be friends? 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 Goodbye. Happy Wednesday.